0: Welcome to another episode of the Made of Dreams podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Riley. I'm a singer-songwriter who loves the creative process and talking about it with people who inspire me in the hopes of inspiring you to add a little creativity to your life and maybe find some new music to listen to along the way. Today I'm talking with singer-songwriter Chelsea Coy. She is making serious waves in all that she does. Her band, Single Girl Married Girl, released a beautiful Americana album titled Three Generations of Leaving late last year to rave reviews. Her songs have been heard in shows on MTV and CBS. She co-founded the music licensing company 206 Music, which has garnered multiple placements for their clients, including spots for brands like Adidas and Billy, and on shows like All American and Batwoman. In her free time, she loves scouring thrift shops around LA for finds from the 60s and 70s, and I personally love seeing them on her Instagram. So welcome, Chelsea. (laughs) Thank
1: you. I'm so happy to be here.
0: Thanks so much for taking time to do this.
1: Of course. My pleasure.
0: (laughs) So I'm excited to dive into everything that you've got going on and to catch up. I was looking over your bio, and there were so many cool things that I didn't know about you. Uh, yeah. Like, your parents met in a folk singing duo or group. Yeah. Yes. And that you school. sang on children's albums and mm-hmm.
1: a Beach Boys commercial. <laughs> yeah, it it never aired, but I think I was, like, eight <laughs> or nine, and my mom took me to Beverly Hills to, like, the top of this hotel. There was a pool, and there was a bunch of kids, and we sang Be True to Your School with, like, oh, cool. I think Mike Love and one other Beach Boy. But, yeah, it it was interesting. I didn't know really, I mean, I knew who they were because I sang the music growing up, but it wasn't, it wasn't like (laughs) registering for me as a child. I was like, I'm here just doing what I always do, which is singing. And it's fun. That's
0: awesome. That's cool. Well, I usually ask people what got them started in music, but it sounds like it's in your blood. So Tell me about growing up with such a musical family and how you took that and then turned it into your own artistry.
1: Yeah, I think for me, it might have had kind of an impact on the way I looked at myself as a songwriter later on. I grew up in in such a musical family. My grandparents were musicians. My grandmother went to Washington State for music. She played classical piano and she sang. And my grandfather went to Stanford for opera. And so Mm. it kind of started from there, I guess, uh, the music on my dad's side of the family. And even my mom's side of the family has music as well. And like I said, my parents met in a folk group in high school. And my dad had a band and he wrote music and, you know, all that stuff. Mm. But I was always. I think I relied so much on my dad just playing guitar and my grandmother being such a great pianist that I never felt the need to pick up an instrument of my own. Um, I took piano and I took voice, obviously, and like sang in a bunch of choirs and performing groups growing up. But I never took the initiative to learn an instrument on my own. (laughs) It wasn't until like way later, like college years, that I was like, I should probably try to learn guitar Um, And then that didn't even stick because the guitar I got from my parents, which is a beautiful Martin, it was hard for me to play. The action was a little bit high for me. So it's still sitting there. (laughs) I play it sometimes. (laughs) But uh, then I got my banjo and I started playing a lot more because it was easier for me to play action wise. And yeah, it was just an interesting, uh, I guess, different dive into music making than it was like with a guitar or piano. Um, But I'm very grateful that I have the background in piano because I can read music and like, it's a more easy visual learning tool. Like you can see it in front of you and understand octaves and um, yeah. So that's kind of, I, I actually, the first time I recorded professionally was when I was six through my aunt. She got me, my aunt and uncle got me and my cousin, a gig, recording children's music, and we would go up to the valley, like Simi Valley, and record in people's closets. Oh, wow. <laughs> like I was a six-year-old, just like singing in someone's closet. It was so fun, and it was like five other kids, and we would sing on choruses, and then we'd get solos. And the whole gist of it was to make music for underprivileged kids and tour that around to like uh, children's homes mm-hmm. to kind of give them, I guess something positive they could do like make music or Mm -hmm. sing or write songs so yeah that was fun that was before kids bop (laughs) Bop. (laughs) but yeah so i i started recording then and i even did like a couple i did a voiceover for a tv series called family pictures with angelica houston and that was really fun i was like wow it took me 30 minutes, 45 minutes to do this. And I got paid like all this money. (laughs) That's like (laughs) An eight year old, I'm like, I want to do this for a living. This is awesome. It wasn't work for me. It was just fun. Um, Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's kind of like what started my, I really want to be a musician. But at the time it was like, I really want to be a singer. So Mm -hmm. I had all these hopes and dreams of being a vocalist. But then I realized, I don't know, in my twenties that I probably should, Give songwriting a fair shot. And that's when I kind of started writing. And I met my husband, and we put together a Single Girl, Married Girl. And he's an amazing lyricist. So he's taught me so much about writing lyrics. And I've always kind of been the melody person. Um, mm-hmm. And it wasn't until, I don't know, 10 years ago that I started really writing lyrics and feeling like I was capable of doing that. Um, like I said, because as a kid, I was like, "I'm only a singer. Like, I can't. You know, mm-hmm. I I kind of pigeonhole myself from a young age. Like, I'm this one thing. I can't be multiple things, which is so weird. <laughs>
0: but yeah, I know we do we do that to ourselves. Yeah, it's just so cool that you had a musical family, but also interesting that in that way it probably did make you. You're like, well, I'm the singer. You know, my dad plays guitar, my grandma plays piano, and so then you relied on other people. So that's, that's interesting because I grew up with like a not musical family and I was like, Oh, it'd be so awesome. You know, I always wanted to do it, but like everyone was like, that's, you know, it just wasn't in our, in our family. So that's very interesting and really cool that you recorded for the first time at six years old. So then did that stuff feel, I mean, you just have always felt at home doing that, or did you ever have to overcome nerves later on?
1: I don't think I really had. Many nerves other than like working with people that I was really excited to work with later on. And I'm like, I better like bring my A hey game. Like that, mm-hmm. that might have been the only time I was ever really nervous in the studio, but it does feel like home for me, which is yeah. I much prefer being in the studio to anything else. That's just, yeah, I don't know why. It's just kind of like, oh, this feels really
0: good. Yeah. <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> it is, it's a lot of fun. It can be a little intimidating, I think at first, but yeah, once you get comfortable with who you're working with and who you're surrounded with and stuff, right. yeah. Right. It's a place where such great creativity can happen. So do you have a creative process when you're writing songs or any practices that you do daily or even just weekly to keep you going? Um. Uh, yeah, I guess
1: I wouldn't say that I'm like on a consistent, I need to sit down today. I mean, I should be doing that. I'm a songwriter, right? I should be sitting down every day and writing. (laughs) But I don't because as we were talking about before, life gets in the way sometimes and you have errands and things coming up. But, and I have a show coming up, so I'm trying to get ready for that and practicing the songs I've already written Mm -hmm. for that. But as far as songwriting goes, I tend to do melody first. So I'll come up with melodies and usually record them on a voice memo in my, usually in my car or on a walk. I don't know why that's like when I get my inspiration. Um, So you hear like in the background of all my voice memos, there's like a clicker. (laughs) It's really funny. Um, So yeah, I'll record voice memos when I get like some sort of idea and then I'll go back through and suss out what's good and what's not. And then there are sometimes when I get an idea for a theme and mm-hmm. I kind of think of the theme and do like a brainstorm on it and try to figure out what I want to say and how I want to say it. Um, Cause obviously there's tons of ways you can talk about love, but what's going to be the like interesting way to talk about it or something that is personal to you that also makes it relatable to other people. So yeah, I mean I kind of go it really depends on the the mood I'm in and the type of song I'm writing and it of course if I'm going to a co-write it's all dependent on what we agree to to write together and maybe we're feeling really sad that day so we decide hey, let's write, you know, capitalize on this sadness and like really feel it and make something because I feel like those are the days when I make the best art is when I'm like in the, in the moment, like feeling something. So yeah, that's kind of my process for songwriting. Um, I don't know if it's really a process. It's not like I sit down every time and do X, Y, Z. I also do really like to come at songwriting from different ways because if you get Mm -hmm. stuck in just doing it one way, I feel like it can cause you to be in a rut. So I kind of do like coming at it from multiple ways, whether it's like from a prompt or a brief that I get from my (laughs) licensing company or something that, you know, we get briefs a lot for and I don't have in my catalog, I'll be like, well, I should write something like that. Um, Mm -hmm. Or with single girl, married girl, it's like, that's usually when my artist comes out and I just play around on my banjo and like try to make melodies up. And then, and then a song comes out. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's just really, it's really different across the board. I love
0: that though. I love that because it is, every song's different. And so the process to make them, you know, reflects that as well. I do find it interesting though, because the more people that I talk to about their creative process, everyone is like, when I'm on a walk or I'm in the car. And it's like, I feel like I've said this before on another podcast, but it's like the movement forward motion kind of like helps you also flow. And so I definitely relate to that. I like your tip of trying it from different ways though, because I do, I think if you get stuck in one way and you're like, I have to have absolute silence then, or, you know, whatever it is, it's like, it's not going to work. You can't, can't do that every time. Let's talk a bit about your album, (laughs) three generations of leaving. I love the concept behind it. Can you talk a bit about that?
1: Yeah. So as my husband and I were writing the album, It actually all started with the first two songs on the album, which are Walking on Water and So She Runs. And we were living in New York at the time. And I wrote those two songs with one of my best friends, Shannon, who sings harmonies all over the album. And those were the first songs that Gary was really excited about that we were starting to write. So he's like, you know, I would love to do another album because we're always like, you know, are we gonna spend the money? Um, mm-hmm. it's just a lot of money <laughs> at the end of the it day. Is. It's like <laughs> yeah. sixty thousand dollars, and you're like, I could have bought two houses by now. Um, so uh, so yeah, he he got excited about those two songs, and then from there we just started writing more and more songs. And like a widow, he had a melody on guitar, and I came up with the vocal melody, and then he wrote these amazing lyrics and based off what I was singing in the memo when we did the the demo. Um, so yeah, I feel like when we took a step back, it took like, I don't know, four years to write the album. We took a step back and we we're like, what is the common thread of all of these? And it was Gary who said, it kind of seems like it's <laughs> different women singing these songs from the same family. Like they're going mm-hmm. through... kind of. And and they're all like on the maternal side, like a granddaughter, a mother and a grandmother. So I was like, that's a really cool concept. So we went with that and molded the songs towards that concept. I guess I think the fun thing is like, I could sit here and be like, this song is from this perspective. This song is from the grandmother and she's singing about this and this, but I, mm-hmm. I find it cool if the listener goes, what, who's singing this one? Like, I wonder, <laughs> like, yeah, um, <clears throat> cause I, at the end of the day, it really could be any, any of the women in the family. Yeah. I, I, there's definitely like someone in mind when we wrote it, like this is the, this is the grandmother and she's singing about her grandchild or this is the mom and she lost her son to drug addiction um, that's what The Flood is about, actually. Gary's, my husband's brother died of an opioid addiction mm. over the pandemic. So, But we, we wrote it before he died because he had been dealing with this disease for many years. So yeah, the final song on the album is called The Flood and it's a take on a Hank Williams song. Hank Williams is like, <laughs> I love him. And he just comes up with these, so like sad sad melodies beautiful but sad and so I came up with that melody and I was like this is what I want it to be about and then Gary kind of took it in that he put his personal story into it which I thought was so beautiful
0: so yeah definitely <clears throat> definitely yeah. so you guys did a really cool video too was it your song "Red cut loose that was such a cool concept I remember watching it and um thanks you're <laughs> walking through
1: is it your neighborhood It's um, Highland Park. It's my friend's. We used my friend's house, and it was their neighborhood. Um, So, yeah, it's just down the street.
0: Yeah, it was (laughs) a really cool concept. It was a really cool concept. So maybe I'll link that in the show notes so people can check it out. Yeah. That was filmed, like, during the pandemic, too, right? It was. It was, like,
1: the first... Opening up like, okay, I think it's okay now, like in the summer of 2021. (laughs) So yeah, our friend Kyle, who used to be in Single Girl Married Girl when we were back in LA before we moved to New York, he played bass for us, but he has since become a camera guy. So he's doing cool. film now. So he filmed that and it's all in one shot. He's walking backwards down the street with this huge camera on him, <laughs> poor guy. And it was like 90 mm. degrees that day, but it turned out so well. And I think because, it, you know, it's about this girl who has a breakup and now she's a wreck cut loose. And we actually didn't write the song. Our old drummer from New York wrote the song and we just loved wow. performing it. And he let us record it on the album but yeah the the song is about a girl that's like just had a breakup and she's walking around the street and trying to to be okay and so Mm -hmm. we thought you know let's have this girl being broken up with at the beginning and then walking home from her breakup and she runs into all these people she knows and they all Mm -hmm. hug her and it was big at the time because we were get like going through COVID and you couldn't touch people <laughs> or hug people. Yeah. And so it was kind of a big deal. Like at the end, there's even a big group hug and it just felt really good. So
0: <laughs> yeah, it was a beautiful <laughs> video. Beautiful. It was very cool. So I always like to ask people, what makes you feel the most creative?
1: Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> uh, you know, I get really inspired when I go to other people's shows. Or when I'm listening to music and I'm like, oh my god, that's a really good song. I get very inspired to make my own art. So usually when I'm on the way home from a show, I'll like record <laughs> books. But it's like, yeah, I want to do this song. Um, seeing musical theater, that also inspires me. I'm a huge musical theater fan, and Walking on Water off of the album was written after I saw Bright Star, which is the Edie Brickell Steve Martin um oh, cool.
2: show. Yeah. it was
1: it's one of my favorite shows and all the instrumentalists are on stage the whole time and they play like banjo and Steve Martin even came out and played banjo and in, in, during the intermission oh, cool. and I was like oh my god this is so amazing because he's actually the reason I started playing banjo so yeah I get inspired from like seeing art in in all different ways uh, going to a museum and looking mm-hmm. at amazing pieces of artwork and yeah Walking, walking the streets of LA, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah so the cool. people. Oh, and 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 being in cafes too is really inspiring because you can just like eavesdrop on people's conversations yeah. and hear little snippets of what they say, <laughs> and be like, "That's a really cool way to say that." Now mm-hmm. you're gonna, you're all gonna be like, "Oh, is she listening to me?" Right? You're like, oh, <laughs> don't she, worry, she I'm
0: just. Know. uh, <laughs> Getting the the good bits. (laughs) That's right. That's so funny. No, I definitely have stolen lines that I've heard other people just say in conversation. Um... Okay, real quick. I want to tell you about my absolute favorite can't live without it skincare product. I have been on a clean beauty mission and I love Skin X Erin. My favorite product is the pre-cleanse oil. I use that along with her super soft cleansing cloths to take off my makeup every night. It's 100% pure grapeseed oil, all power, no poison, and I swear it makes my eyelashes longer too. So I'm all in. All the products are so simple. There's three oils, my favorite, the pre-cleanse oil, a hydrating beauty oil, and a perfecting night oil to round it out. So head over to shopxerrin.com, that's Erin, E-R-I-N, and use the code AshleyRiley10 for 10% off. Seriously, try it. Because Great Skin is so rock and roll. For sure. <laughs> so is there anything that you feel like gets in your way sometimes of creating? And if so, how do you break out of that?
1: Yeah. I think the worst person, like, or the worst thing that gets in my way is me. <laughs> I <laughs> say. Like, I have so many doubts and hang-ups and I'm... Yeah. I feel like I, I'm my own worst enemy, which, you know, I think everyone is their own worst enemy, mm-hmm. but I think that's the biggest thing that gets in my way is myself.
0: Yeah. <laughs> which I, is so I,
1: stupid, but myself. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And getting out of it. I'm just like, stop slapping myself. <laughs> no, I'm just yeah. uh, <laughs> go for, Going for walks. I'm like, what are you doing? I'm giving myself mm-hmm. a pep talk come on, you got this. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, it's funny too. Like, I guess when you're co-writing or something and it's like, hold on, I'm going to go get a glass of water or like use the restroom or something. You come back and you're like, okay, I had an idea while I was, you know, getting the water or whatever. It's like the change of scenery. There's something to be said for that. Stepping right. away and coming back. Taking yeah. a
1: break, like even mm-hmm. just like a 30 minute, like let's go get some food or something. And yeah. 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 And, and
0: even just like working, I think sometimes I'm like, is that part of the process? <laughs> just working through those feelings? Is that part of the creating that you just have to go through? Maybe. I don't know. I think so. I mean,
1: it always depends on the song. Yeah. Like if I come to a session and I'm like, what's, what's going through your head today? Like I wrote a song a couple of weeks ago for someone that's a new songwriter. Her husband, it was really cute. Her husband actually bought her a day at the studio with, me Mm -hmm. and um, Levi. I don't know if you know Levi, but he produced a song for her and we did it on the spot. So she was sitting there and her husband was sitting there and they were like, are you actually like writing this right now? And I'm like, yeah, (laughs)
2: they were
1: just like, (laughs) her mind was blown, but this is just what we do. Um, (laughs) So to get the song from her, I was just asking her a bunch of questions and like writing down everything she said and then taking stuff from what she said. So yeah, it's it that in that sense that was like working through her feelings and working towards mm-hmm. the
0: song, but not always like that. <laughs> not always, yeah. And sometimes I do feel like, yeah, when you're writing about someone else's situation, I find that easier personally. When it's not my, I guess maybe because I'm not so attached to it. Even though you're always attached to it because you're creating it, but it's not like my sadness or. Or anything like that. Right. So what are you working on now?
1: Uh, what am I working on? I mean, I'm writing still. I'm writing new stuff. I'm excited about a song I just wrote a couple weeks ago on guitar, of all things. Okay. Uh, on this Les Paul I have behind me. Nice. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'm performing that at my show coming up. And I'm excited about I have two shows coming up. I wish I were going to Folk Alliance this weekend because I, I, I had I know. so much fun last year um you're not going no
0: yeah (laughs) I think I'm gonna do the regional one I don't know one in Kansas City is like the really big yes like everything and I've heard it can be a bit overwhelming so
1: yeah I guess I mean I went when it like the COVID time so I guess it was way less than what it normally is but it's this weekend yeah. And I chose to go to the Grammys instead of. Yeah, Volk. let's talk about that. <laughs> yeah, going to Vocal Alliance, which I'm sad, but like at the same time, I've never been to the Grammys and I'm just very excited about it. So,
0: yeah. Yeah, so to- you're a member now. And- I am, yeah. For a couple yeah, of years, I've been a member. That's mm-hmm. awesome. So you're going this week and you haven't already went? No, this. this okay, week, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was confused. <laughs> I'm
1: actually really excited because I, well, Harry Styles is performing. <laughs> I love Harry Styles. And I know tons of other people are performing, but I just saw him on the commercials. So yeah, it's my first time. I'm going to a before party. I'm going to the after party, which to be honest, I'm I'm more excited about than the actual <laughs> totally. show. Totally. Because it's in like such a big venue. It's at the Stable Center, which is now the Crypto, which I never call it that, but <laughs> <Yeah>. um <laughs> So yeah, I don't know how close we'll be to the stage, but it'll it'll still be fun regardless.
0: That'll be fun. Do you have the whole outfit and everything planned out? I Is do. That- I
1: I got my dress over the weekend. I had to, of course, wear vintage. So I got like a '60s orange gown with beat like beading. Now I'm just trying to find the hat, a fascinator.
0: <laughs> yes. I love it. I always, like I said, in the beginning, I love seeing your Instagram when you post your outfits. And I really love whenever you have your husband also do the, like, who wore it best. Yeah. Oh my God. I I was so happy that he was like, can I try
1: on your dresses? And I was like, really? And he's like, yeah, and we wear the same size apparently. And I'm like, oh my God. Okay. Um, yeah. Cause he, I don't know, we were trying to do some sort of like he he got cancer over the pandemic and had surgeries and whatnot. And so we were hoping to like put push that into a, I don't know, an awareness thing for mm-hmm. thyroid cancer, but it never happened. But who knows if it might still, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I thought it was just funny and everyone gets a kick out of it. And those are.
0: It is. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: And he's doing okay now. Oh yeah.
1: Yeah. But, he's, okay. So I remember he's on the mend.
0: Talking to you about that. That's good. Yeah. So thank you so much for doing this. I really appreciate it. It's been such a pleasure to talk to you. Where can people find you online and connect with you and listen and all the things?
1: Yeah. Well, I'm, since I'm doing, I do so many things. I release music under my own name, which is Chelsea Coy. I release music under a pop hip hop duo called Chex um, with one of my co-owners for 206 Music. And that's is like, that Alex? yeah, Alex. Yeah. yeah. Um, It's super fun and it's stuff that I normally wouldn't do and songwriting with him is just such a joy and I go into the studio and we like think up whatever kind of beat and then I top line and yeah, it's from there. It's just like it turns into this amazing thing. (laughs) And then my band, Single Girl Married Girl, you can just find it online. um, Anywhere you can get music, you can get my music, streaming, downloading whatever. And then my company is 206 Music. It's T-W-O-O-H-S-I-X Music. That's where I do all my sync licensing. And yeah, it's pretty fun. Check us out.
0: (laughs) All right. Well, thank you, Chelsea. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Made of Dreams. If you're enjoying the show, please consider subscribing and leaving a five-star rating and review. It really does help. If you'd like to learn more about me or the guests on the show, head on over to madeofdreamspodcast.com. And while you're there, sign up for the Dreamers Digest and you will receive my Creative State Worksheet. It's a list of my favorite tips and tricks to get you in a creative mindset. And now here is So She Runs by Chelsea's band Single Girl Married Girl.